What's up, everybody? This is Jedi Eternal, and on this week's episode, we discuss the Visions Volume 2 release date, will the Skeleton Crew release in 2023, and review the Bad Batch Season 2, Episodes 5 through 8. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello everyone and welcome back to Jedi Eternal. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew Bullen, alongside Braxton, the Disney... <laughs> Just coming up with something on the spot, huh? <laughs> I, see the, I see the wheels turning over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna. I actually had one. I was gonna say the Disney adult, but I just started oh, cracking up before yeah. I could get it out. I'm glad you didn't say that the, one. Well, I did though. No, I mean, I not really. Did. By proxy, Bra- oh, I suppose. But and Braxton, hey, no, no, the- no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back, everyone. Um, yes, it, it's been a been a, a wee bit. Um, for good reason for ourselves, at least. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we we went to Disney. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We took a trip. Um, and that was quite the adventure. Uh-huh. We'll talk about that a little bit, but, um, uh, we did happen to, um, record since we did our previous episode, yes. we recorded live for our three years. So yeah. if you don't have any connection to our Facebook, but you listen to our podcast, well, let me tell you, if you go over to our Facebook, we do have a video on there. Where we celebrated our our three years of being a podcast, yeah, and so you can go and check that out. We also reviewed uh, one of the horrible episodes of the Bad Batch, <laughs> episode four. So if you see yeah. this and you're like, "Well, why why is this episode five? And why would you guys get four? Well, we didn't. It's just on our live video. So. Yeah, and also, yeah, it's one of those things too. It's like where like are they going to do anything like episode wise for the three years? Like, well. Typically, we do that as a um, we do that as a live stream so that we can interact with you guys and stuff. So, although yes, it has yes. already occurred, uh, feel free to go watch it. It's it's a lot of fun. Like I said, it's, <laughs> like usual, it's about like two hours long, but you can always skip through it and stuff like that. But there's a lot of fun things throughout. Uh, so you know, it'd be fun. Joe, check it out. And also, like I said, if you haven't yet, we'd be really appreciative. We're getting very close to a thousand likes or followers or whatever on Facebook. So that would be really cool if you could push this over to a thousand. That would be awesome. That would be so cool. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're not going to go ahead. We're not going to like break down every single thing that we did. Um, but (laughs) (laughs) because it would just be way too long, but, but to primarily hit the star Wars stuff. So the first day we got there was on a Thursday and we went to Hollywood studios. Yeah. And uh, again, this as, as I can't remember if we mentioned it in the podcast episode last time or it was live stream. I think it was live stream. This was my first time ever going to Disney. Um, and just in general, right? Like I never had those cherished childhood memories that some people have. Um, anyway, uh, (laughs) I'm not bitter about it. Yeah. That's how you become an, became an, a Disney adult. Yeah. It's like, it's like the subconscious mind, you know, tries to make up for all the lost years (laughs) type thing. Anyway, (laughs) Um, but in all seriousness though, it was the first time I went and you know, I had 
relatively high expectations because everyone talks it up so much. And so we went there first day, Thursday was Hollywood studios. Um, and we did a few things, um, first, like not much. I just kind of walked around a little bit, but that we went basically straight away to galaxy's edge, but two, which yes. for those of you who may not be aware, and I'm sure most of you are, but if those of you who may not be, um, cause there, there was actually a surprising amount of people I talked to in my personal life who did not know what that was. Um, but anyway, so if you don't know what Batu is or Galaxy's Edge, it is actually an addition to Hollywood Studios, and basically it is the untitled uh, Star Wars land, <laughs> basically. And uh, it basically they have like a whole village or a town, however you want to say it, right? That is, it's Star Wars. You walk in and it, it is Star Wars. Right. Um, specifically in Star Wars canon, it's supposed to be a uh, Black Spire outpost on the planet Batu. Um but it is it is it was pretty incredible. It was a really incredible experience, and if anyone has the opportunity to do that, I would highly recommend it. Even if oh, yeah. it, it, I'll say just specifically for Star Wars fans, right? If you're a really big Star Wars fan, I would even say like just get one ticket and just go to that one park and just you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, for sure. I yeah. mean, it is it is a to- if you had to pay 150 dollars to go see that, which you know you would have to, right? Um, it is totally worth that just to go see it. Oh yeah, um, it's worth the price of admission. Oh, to, very to, much to see it for sure. Very much, um, and of course, everything else in Hollywood Studios was a uh, kind of a bonus on top of that, right? But in terms of for our podcast, um, you know, there is just like I said, you can go to the page. We I took several pictures and videos uh, that I had uploaded to our. our Jedi Eternal Facebook page, uh, and there's just some really cool stuff. But like I said, the, it's just like a whole town. I mean, you're in Star Wars when you're there. Yeah, and. Uh, <clears throat> We went to basically the cantina. It's modeled after, modeled after the most Eisley cantina, um, like a little bit smaller stuff. But it, it, it's just it looks incredible in there. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some weird, goofy uh, space drinks that had bubbly yeah. things in it. <laughs> yeah, I already forget which one it was. Yeah, but... I, 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 we were seeing like last time it was like cyber something, but it was not cyber. It was a uh, I can't even remember now. Hyperdrive. That has something to do with hyperdrive. Mm. I don't remember. Anyway, it's like a greenish drink that has like literal dry ice at the bottom, so it makes your little boba. It's a neat little drink. It's cool. But there's a you know there's a droid in there, and he's like playing as a DJ, and all the uh, workers in there they're they're you know they're very into the into their position, should I say? Yeah. And uh, anyway, but we did that. Of course, you know, as you'll see in the pictures, we went and saw the Millennium Falcon, life-size Millennium Falcon, which is very, very cool. And then we went into a ride, quote-unquote, inside of the Falcon, but it's, you know, adjacent to it. But uh, it's supposed to be as if you're inside of the Millennium Falcon, and you get to, me and Andrew got to be the pilots, of course. Yeah, it worked out perfectly. It worked out if, perfectly, uh, yes. For anyone who has rode it, or maybe if you haven't rode it, uh, it's... Or is it have you have, if you haven't ridden if you haven't I'm not sure <laughs> however you, whatever this <laughs> okay if you haven't rowden it I don't know I'm horrible I'm just a I'm just a Indiana boy out like here in heart. the cornfields <laughs> anyway um it it's uh the pilot so like one pilots the the motion up and down and the other mm-hmm. one's left to right mm-hmm. and then there's like engineers and there's um. Uh, gunners gunners yeah well the engineers and gunners literally all you do is press buttons yeah that's like that glow, as, as like, they light up as or they whatever, light up yeah it's it's really not the full experience yeah the full experience and, and secondarily being, too like you're sitting behind everybody too you're so. sitting behind everybody yeah it's just you're just kind of along for the ride really yeah yeah the real experience is being in the 
in in the the pilot seats. Yeah, the cockpit. Being essentially yeah. being like you know Han and Chewie. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. And so we got to do that. Yeah, like it worked out perfectly. It worked out perfectly. And we don't know how it worked out that way, but hey. And you know <laughs> what's what's interesting is this. So I've been on the ride multiple times at this yeah. point, but I'd never seen all of it. Oh, yeah. Because with 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 you and me doing it, we got farther than I've ever been in it before. In we the are, past, beast it's, mode, we've like I guess like if you crash too much or if you I don't know I don't I don't I don't even know how it really works. All I right. know is I saw more of it than I ever had, and we didn't like the the like walking out the Millennium Falcon wasn't like completely destroyed and like it has been yeah. in the past <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Through, so. so we did really good so that yeah. was cool so that was that was one of the big two rides that are there in uh galaxy's edge so it was the um uh something run whatever basically you're you, you're flying smugglers run, smugglers run yeah flying yeah. the uh the millennium falcon but the second one and i think was probably the biggest one um yeah. is called rise of the resistance and yeah. uh th- that is kind of the prime attraction of not even just batu but really hollywood studios by far oh, yeah. um and uh like so i'm not gonna get super deep into that you can see some of the videos and stuff but basically um prime example of this disney magic i've always been hearing about yeah. um and we we come in from the outside right um we're coming up like from the outdoors or whatever you want to say right into this ship and the door opens right on the right, rightward side of the ship. We go in, and there's an animatronic of of a uh, oh, what, what, I'm trying to think what kind of character it was. Um, oh, um, well, there's there's an animatronic in Smuggler's Run of Hondo. I think that's what you're. No, I'm not you're thinking not, that's of that. Not what you're thinking of? No, the pilot of that little uh, resistance ship is uh, uh, uh what's. <sighs> Was there an animatronic? I don't even yes, remember there, there being an animatronic. There was at the, at the beginning, and you can see it in the video that I took. Um, calamari, the calamari. That's right. That's the that's yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Squid species. <laughs> I'm getting way too the deep. Mon calamari. Mon calamari. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. long story short, he, I don't even remember that. <laughs> there's a really lifelike animatronic, and there's two windows in the front and back that's supposed to simulate, like you know, being in space or whatever. So we're being tracked tracked down by the uh, first order. And, and there's a ray hologram, which is well, oh, really even for cool. that, yeah, 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 that was incredible. It's um, so cool to see. It's a the, legitimate like the... hologram. <laughs> it's insane. it's a legitimate hologram, and uh, the, the video that I took doesn't quite capture it, but it, it's still pretty cool. Um, and you see BB-8 as well, like a actual BB-8. But anyway, so we get inside the ship, you know, and also the whole thing is like shaking and moving and stuff because we're being attacked by these uh, first order Tie Fighters. And um, all of a sudden, we get hit by the tractor beam of this uh, of the Star Destroyer, and uh, you know we you can feel like that tug. It's just so cool. But anyway, we finally get into it, and so we came into the ship from the outside, <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, that same I, I expected the other door to open up, right? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. same rightward door uh-huh. opens up, and we're somewhere else. Like we're well, we're in the. Uh, hangar bay of a Star Destroyer. <laughs> it's so yeah. freaking crazy. It's, it's it was literally, it blew my mind. It was the first taste yeah. I had of the Disney magic. Um, there was even crazier things that came later on, other rides that's not affiliated with Star Wars, but um, that was my first taste of it. But anyway, that, that opened up and, and you walk in and like you're in a hangar of a Star Wars, uh, or <laughs> a Star Destroyer, and uh, you have like tons of, of, of First Order troopers lined up, and mm-hmm. you, you can see that that section of a, of a hangar and a ship where it's like force fielded, and you can see outside, and there's, there's yeah. 
TIE fighters going by. So cool. And yeah, it's insane. Long story short, you go through through the kind of processing, quote unquote, of a, of the first order and you're being detained. And, and so um, Kylo Ren's trying to question you and basically you're getting these little escape pod things and you're trying to escape as um, Ray and, and them are attacking the ship. And it's just it's just it was it was too cool. It was yeah, it's just too incredible. cool. And, uh, you know, it's, it is great. I, I can't imagine being a child and, and doing that, and doing that. You <laughs> it know would I feel mean? Like, like real life. I mean, yeah, you're like actually yeah. doing it's it. It's like, cause you know? you know, we do it and we're like, Whoa, like, I don't know how they pulled that off, but it's but really I know cool. It's not but I know real, it's not right? real, but yeah. like a kid, like it, it would almost be indistinguishable yeah. from reality yeah. sometimes. It's, yeah. It's absolutely crazy. And um, one good thing that, like, that's just Disney's thing is, like, they always work in ways to immerse you. Like, you don't see the the behind-the-scenes stuff. You don't see... um, Especially on all their newer rides. Right. Anything they've they've put in recently, it's like they... And and something that I've I've found them doing that's really cool is making, like, part of the the line part of the experience. Right, right. It's not just a line. There's a huge part of Rise of the Resistance that... Is technically you're just waiting in line, essentially. <laughs> right. Well, but, but they make it a, into a really cool, yeah, experience of being in line. And so technically, <laughs> us going into that star or the uh, star destroyer hangar is like that's technically still the line. It's still and the that line. Blew my mind yeah. when Andrew like leaned over and was like, "Yo, this is this is still the line." I'm like, "What?" Yeah. Anyway, but you know, and I wasn't even just referring to the rise. I'm saying like the whole park itself because. So we get done with it, you know. We're in, you know before and after, you know, we're walking around. Uh, Batu or whatever and it's just like you're walking down the streets of a star wars town i mean mm-hmm. and we went down there's like these market street that we walked down so both sides there's shops that you can go into and yeah you know little snack areas and then we went to uh the ronto roasters and got a ronto wrap which was very good um and it's very everything's just star wars themed and it's just so cool and like i said you've seen that one of the videos i took it's uh it has like a droid with a big o uh I don't even think you can talk, or I can't think whether it's even talking about like a hyperdrive, like a burner, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh-huh. he's like cooking food. At it. You just gotta see it. But anyway, we're just droning on. But uh, but all of this to say is that like it was just an incredible experience, and it was it was something I highly would recommend to anyone that that has any interest in Star Wars, especially if you're a big fan like us. If you have a chance, I would hundred percent do. I know it's a lot of money. I know it's a lot of uh, commitment to do it, but I would highly recommend it. You will not regret it, um, and I will definitely be trying to go back again at some point in the future. You yeah, know? And I uh, I had a foot injury and uh, was <laughs> hobbling along the whole time. So we'll talk and... more about some of the blooper fun stuff over the whole trip, uh, maybe in, yeah, in another episode. But um, <laughs> but yeah, me and him both had some severe foot issues. Like he had like a, some sort of injury, and I I don't know what was going with my feet, but like it would they hurt they hurt so bad on both feet that i could barely stand up at some points we were pathetic. limping around like we were old geezers or something oh it was so pathetic but but anyway yeah. i i digress anyways it was it was a good time um you know we are going to go ahead and, and get into our news here very soon but i do want to first thank all of our patreon producers um those are the people who have subscribed to us on patreon support us there 
Um, it's only one tier for $5. That gets you early access to our Jedi Eternal episodes, gets you access to our um, other podcasts and other stuff where we talk about anything that's not Star Wars. And you also get a shout out um, about how you support us. And we are very yeah. appreciative of that. So, um, <laughs> and that's what you want most, right? And that's what Out you of want. All of that, and that's right? what yeah. you want most. So, uh, first we want to thank JB, Josh and Birkenshaw, uh, Tara Bolin, Grace Gill, Alex Mason, Corey Wise, Jay Camdar, Jenna Promise, and William. So, thank you all so very much. Thank you. For your yes. support. It means the world to us. It really does. Thank you. And so now, without further ado, as Braxton normally would say. Hey, <laughs> don't copy me. That's my slogan. Let's jump right into Let's the news. Let's get right into the news. Let's get right into the news, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So our first news story for today is Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures. Release date and cast revealed. So this is actually uh, today. This, this was revealed here. And... Uh, uh, it's going to be on Disney Plus and Disney Junior on May 4th, so Star Wars Day. Nice. Set during, uh, that's, that's the big May 4th release. Yep. The, the big, big May 4th <laughs> release this year is... Uh, <laughs> Giant Adventures. Yeah. But um, this is going to, to release then. Said during the High Republic era, also funny. It's our first High Republic <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. show that we're getting. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, we did get a couple of images, and we get one that features Master Yoda, and he's in his High Republic robes there, looking quite uh, fancy. Yeah. And then we got Jedi younglings Kai, Liss, and Nubs, and their <laughs> friends. <laughs> Gugu yeah, and Gaga. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta make sure there's something that kids can can say. Right? Nubs. <laughs> Daddy, I want to be nubs when I grow older. <laughs> Can I watch the Nub Show, Daddy? Please. <laughs> no, you can watch Nub. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, uh, so we we got two images. We got another one where it shows uh, them with some lightsabers here, and they did reveal the cast. And honestly, I, I'll be honest, I don't really recognize any of these names except for one, mm -hmm. and that is uh, who is playing Nubs. Actually. <laughs> The the nubs character is being played by D. Bradley Baker. <laughs> Naturally. So it's like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's gonna <laughs> <laughs> and, and and if you look, Nubs so I'm gonna go ahead and just take a guess that Nubs is the furry blue one, the furry blue creature. Yeah, any like, like monster or yeah, yeah, some yeah. kind of like different creatures. Like I don't know D. what I don't know what kind of species that's supposed to be, but it essentially just looks like a blue Teddy bear, blue thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so, anyways, it's. I'm assuming that is Nubs, and so it's going to talk just like a clone trooper. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to talk exactly like, like uh, uh, Omega. <laughs> Yoda, Yoda, Yoda. I lost my lightsaber. No, she'd be like Yoda, Yoda, Yoda. I lost my lightsaber. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so you know, as we've we've said, this this. This show is not for us, well, right? It's so, not for really. It's probably not for any of you listening either. Yeah. But, um, however, I there is a place for this, and and I and honestly, um, had this been a few years back, I would have been even more like, eh. but with the arrival of my son coming, this does put it into perspective a little bit. This is a preschooler yeah, set show, say, right? Yeah. So like. You know, um, not long after this releases, I'll have a son that can could watch this and enjoy it, and 
that, you know, he's going to be too young to really watch too much other Star Wars, right? right? But this is something that I'll probably be able to let him watch and not have to worry about, like, the violence of it or et cetera. Uh, but, he, needs to be but, in, he needs to be, you know, indoctrinated some violence early but, on, though, right? We're going to train him to be a young warrior, but whatever. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's still, like, the the idea of the Jedis and stuff, you'll get a good, a good um, feel for that in something like this. So I think that it totally is... Um, a cool thing to have. I do th- find it hilarious that this is our, again, our first show we're getting of the higher public is this preschooler show, <laughs> right. which is just, just yeah. too hilarious, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, are you going to watch it? Probably not. Probably not. But, uh, you know, you're not even going to, you're not going to try to, you're not going to watch like one episode. I hadn't watched one episode of Star Wars Resistance. So, <laughs> yeah, but at least this has got Yoda in it. Well, yeah, that's true. That is true. And, you know, coming into it, I already know it's a preschooler show. So, hey, you know, maybe I can... I don't even know. I'm, I don't know where I'm going to go <laughs> safely with that comment. So, anyway, uh, you know, like I said... <laughs> I'm not even going to insinuate anything. Uh, moving on. Um, moving on. No, but for real, though, you know, like I said, it is cool, though, because, like I said, People who are very passionate about Star Wars, you know, want to have a medium that is appropriate for all types of persons that, you know, ages or, or what, you know, whatever, right, that yeah. they can introduce their friends and their family to Star Wars. You know, for for me, you know, I've tried to introduce people to Star Wars that were my age, right, and they've never watched it before. So, you know, oh, you can, you can watch some of the movies and it's, it's fine, right? But with a kid, like a young child, you, you know, you're... Your kid comes in and, you know, he's like, hey, interest in Star Wars and stuff. You can't really put on Order 66, you know. <laughs> now, I think we still should. But, uh, you know, just get him, get him used to it young. Uh, <laughs> but for real, though, you know, what's cool is you can let him watch, uh, you know, Young Jedi Adventures. You can give him one of the, uh, which blew my mind, which is a, a Star Wars, like one of the little golden books they have of Star Wars, which oh, is I already hilarious. Got, I already got one for him. I love that so much because I, I grew one. up reading, like, little golden books when I was a little little wee tod tot excuse me um anyway so yeah it, it, it's cool like i said it's nothing that that is going to crazily impress any any of us or of our listeners but at the same time it is cool that they're gonna have that so yeah for sure anyway so moving on uh so star wars announces a kira origin story so those of you who may not be familiar kira was first uh I guess not now. It's I guess uh, introduced in the Han Solo movie that came out a while back, and she was like his childhood romance type thing, um, and then they got separated. And later on, she became part of the um, uh, Crimson, Crimson Dawn. Dawn. Yeah, I know. Calm sorry, down. Hey, sorry, hey, hey, sorry. hey, hey! I'm not. Even... I mean, you were. Hey, just... okay, hey, right. hey, hey! Calm down. <laughs> no, she was part of the Crimson Dawn, and then so after that, after that movie. Um, there was a comic series, I believe it was uh, Hidden Empire, correct? Mm-hmm. Where she actually becomes like the head over Crimson Dawn. And uh, make a very long story short, you know, it's a whole thing about her, you know, during episodes... Between five and six. Five and six. I don't know if it was four, five, five, six. Um, it's actually still going. It's, oh, is uh, it? Under okay. a new title. Uh, <clears throat> I don't remember what the new title is, but... Yeah. It's that... that that story is continuing where she's trying to take out the Sith. 
Gotcha. So, with that said, you know, there's some, you know, it is kind of funny because I'm like, that's such a weird random character, but they have been doing some stuff with her. So now we've seen her kind of younger. We've seen her uh, during her prime, I guess you could say, at, you know, taking over the Crimson Dawn. But now a uh, story is coming where it is her origin story. So, Drew, is there any additional details on that? Yeah. So I think um, the, the way that they list this is maybe a little. Uh deceiving because it's really more than anything it is an origin story of her ascent through the Boo. through <laughs> crimson dawn deceptive we we have been we have <laughs> deceived the people oh my goodness it's um that's it's it's more about that we actually we got a uh, couple of novels of han solo and kira in their younger days but this is actually um, this will be set. It's 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 a little unclear if this is only going to be during, um, between the prologue and then when we see her at at the later in the film of Solo, or if this is going to also show her um, after the events of Solo. Right. But but we know it's definitely going to be set during her time with Crimson Dawn. So, so yeah. there's a lot to a lot of story there to be told. I know a lot of people want to see what um happens with her and <clears throat> and Maul. Yeah. You know, and so I'm not sure if this book will reach that point or not. But what I will say is this is written by uh by E. K. Johnston. And E. K. Johnston wrote the Queen trilogy. Mm, um, okay. and she did a pretty good job with that. You know, we've talked about that before, um, and how it was definitely, I think, geared towards a female audience, but it had some decent stuff in it and it was real, it was well written. So I think with this, uh, there is potential, maybe she's planning another trilogy and, mm. you know, and so maybe this is only the beginning of what, of the story with Kira she's going to tell. Um, but that's but that's also if they have no intentions of ever showing the Kira and Maul story in live action or or animated. I know there has been a lot of rumors and a lot of talk about about something in the works with that. However, with Ray Park and his um, antics on social media, I don't know that they'll follow <laughs> yeah. through yeah. Um, with something like that ever happening because yeah, I know he's he's uh seems kind of off his rocker lately with some of his posts and stuff and <laughs> and so I don't know what's going on there but um so I don't know we'll see but well um this book I believe comes out in this doesn't show the date I know I saw the date somewhere but um it's it's later this year like in like towards summer I think mm -hmm. sometime during the summer summer maybe yeah but um i'll definitely be reading it and uh i'll yeah. give i'll give my thoughts when whenever it's released for sure so. nice okay all right but let's let's move on to our next story here and this one uh, i'm not sure how to feel about this uh the mandalorian season three is being scored <sighs> by <laughs> by joseph <laughs> shirley so now before anyone panics too much Joseph Shirley did work on the previous two seasons um, as part of Ludwig Gorson's team, mm, but the he is now the being credited as the main composer in the third season. Yeah. So what's your thoughts on that? <clears throat> now, I will say, 
he was also the main composer for the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, I guess he does have some requisites to him, but, I mean, here's the thing. Ludwig Gornson is the one who revolutionized Star Wars music, mm-hmm. in my opinion. That sounds a little dramatic, but... Seriously, though, Mando Season 1, Episode 1, was the first time ever that Star Wars has ever strayed away from John Williams' style of of theatrical music, right? Of of cinematic music, whatever. And uh, obviously Ludwig wanted to go in a very organic direction where it was very reminiscent of... Uh, like space opera, but also Western, Western and also yeah. like almost like Japanese samurai type mm-hmm. thing going on too. And also introducing some very unique instruments to just give it a very organic breathing feel. Anyway, I'm kind of over talking this, but the point I'm trying to make is that Ludwig is the one that, that revolutionized this. And so we're only three stinking seasons into this and the dude's already not the main composer. Like I said, so... Joseph Shirley, like I said, he's worked with him, so he's got a taste of his his style, and he did Book of Boba Fett, which it didn't stick out to me as much as Mando, but I don't ever think remember thinking like, oh, this is not great music, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I but I do though have a very specific memory of Mando season one and two of like this is really good music though, so he has something to prove, that's for sure. Oh yeah, for sure, and you know there are rumors that that Ludwig wasn't super involved in the second season either, even though he was credited as the main composer. Um, but that's just rumor. Um, yeah. But I know, I mean, he won an Emmy for the um, Luke's entrance in the finale of the season two. Yeah. Uh, okay. And yeah, so, cool. and so, I mean, he's, he was clearly involved in, in some true, aspect. True. But yeah. uh, now having this, this guy, taking over yeah it is a little like i don't know we'll see but um at least you know he had worked on it before he understands the yes not someone just knew right right. he understands i'm sure the style and what they're going for there and and you know i mean honestly uh gorance is probably just super busy i mean he Mm -hmm. he he just did um or well he's he's right now probably still working on the upcoming uh, Christopher Nolan movie, mm. and he just finished um, doing the the last Black Panther movie. So like mm. he's hot, he's been doing some Listen. super high tier stuff. Mando's what made you popular, okay? So don't abandon. Yeah, but that's typical. Fan, ho- base, that's typical but, Hollywood. As soon as, <laughs> as soon as they get popular, then they the whatever hit ma- made them that way. They just yeah, don't leave it make. in the dust. You forget the family. Family will forget you. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it is kind of disappointing. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is, right? It's just the cycle of nature. That uh, it's like. <laughs> did you just try to scroll up? On I your... did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I because normally I have my other case on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That has the that's uh, anyway, pad right here. No, no, it's not, it's not really that important, guys. It was just funny to me in the moment. Um. Uh, so anyway, so yeah. So we'll see. (laughs) So it'll be interesting to see what ends up happening with that. And and like, I don't have any anticipation that's going to be bad, but we'll see if he lives up to the hype. So our last and final news piece for this week is that it's a little bit older, um, but I was, you know, it's big enough that we thought it was important to still mention. And that is visions 
Volume 2. We discussed this in our live stream, but we do have a release date, and also the All Studios have been revealed. So, along with Young Jedi Adventures, uh, it will actually debut on Star Wars Day, May 4th, 2023. Yeah. And, uh, and so, those of you who may or may not be familiar with Star Wars Visions, uh, originally in Volume 1... It was primarily uh, purposed to have Japanese, uh, some of the best and biggest and brightest of the Japanese animators, um, to essentially, um, uh, how do I say, give their interpretation, their spin on Star Wars, and, and to animate it in their style. And so that was very cool to me, but for people who are, you know, uh, you know, very bigoted against uh, Jap- anime, Japanese anime, like Andrew... <laughs> Uh, he did not like it. Uh, I never said that. Yeah, you said it. Just go back, folks. <laughs> How he talks about it, it's, you know, whatever. It's, it's unconscious bias, whatever. Um, <laughs> but what's very cool about Volume 2 is that uh, it takes that same, the heart of that same thing, exploring other cultures and other um, um, societal interpretations sorry rubbing the mic sorry. um yeah. societal interpretations of Star Wars in different places right so we have uh see one two three four five six seven eight nine nine new um uh studios essentially right animation studios that are from all over the world and we're going to get more into that but just listen them off real quick is cartoon saloon punk robot uh is mir studio i believe Ardman. Oh, no. I'm, I'm probably going to say all this stuff wrong. So. <laughs> right, I know, yeah. Triggerfish, uh, Dart. Uh, okay, I'm not going to even try pretend to, <laughs> to say that. Studio La Cachette. Cachet. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> huh? Don't well, make fun of me. You said what? <laughs> huh? La Cachette. <laughs> that is not what you said. What's a cachette? We're going <laughs> to... But... <laughs> I'm gonna go back through and edit and put some honks. Oh, you're so making. Like, oh, okay. Hey, of all, of all of our French listeners, I may be mispronouncing it, but he's making fun of your language. So anyway, um, 88 pictures. And last one. I wish I could do an otter no- or not an otter, a, a dolphin noise right now, like it does in a. <laughs> SpongeBob. <laughs> and the last one is, I believe, is Elgiri Studios. So anyway, yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so the first episode is entitled "The Sith," and that will be by the Elgiri Studios. Um, and so the writer and director for that is Rodrigo Blas, I believe it is. Um, and I'm just going to go through these when we get into it more, if you want. But uh, tie the second. Uh, well, I do want to mention on that one that yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, He's the the director of that. He's worked on a on a bunch of Pixar things, such as Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, mm-hmm. Ratatouille, yeah. Wall-E. Um, so I think uh, that I'm really interested in that one because, first of all, it's titled Sith, but also yes, naturally being having a writer and director that is of uh, such high prestige. I think right. I'm pretty excited to see what that is. I guess I could have like mentioned like what country they're with, but obviously El Giri or Giri or something like that is Spain. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Um, so the second episode is going to be Screechers Reach, and that is by Cartoon Saloon and director Paul Young. Cartoon Saloon is from Ireland, um, and uh, yeah. So I'm just reading through some of the stuff here. But it does say that he produced the animated features My Father's Dragon, Wolfwalker's Secret of Kells, 
Song of Seeds, etc., etc., etc. Yeah, I don't. I didn't recognize any of those. Yeah, not as not as not as much that I'm familiar with either. Um, and then so third episode is In the Stars by Punk Robot. Writer director is Gabriel Osorio. Um, let's see, Punk Robot is I'm trying to go back with is Chile or Chile. Um, yeah, so he has worked on a lot of Chilean things that I've never heard. It's a lot of again, (laughs) a lot of things that I've not heard of. Uh, so we'll just kind of keep going through this, but I am your, uh, the other one is I am your mother by the studio Ardman. And that is by director, uh, Magdalena Osinsa. Now I will, now this one is interesting because, um, she has directed a lot of stop motion, including Wallace and Gromit. So, oh, I love, I love Wallace and Gromit. So I'm, I, I'm curious if this will be a Star Wars, um, <laughs> Wallace and Gromit. in Wallace and Gromit Wednesday styling. Wouldn't that be interesting? <laughs> so. Uh, so as as you can imagine, right, uh, the studio is from the UK. Um, the next one is Journey to the Dark Head uh, by Studio Studio Mir, and director is Hyung Jong Park. Um, Studio Mir is South Korea, again, as the name might suggest. Um, And uh, let's see, I'm trying to scroll up and down between this page. (laughs) But um, so he's worked on, again, uh, Dota Dragon's Blood. So that's actually, that's actually, I'm not super familiar with it, but I I know it's a pretty big, bigger thing, right? Uh, Dota is like a video game, but it was uh, transferred, I think, to a Netflix series. It says he's directed um, animation for dozens of cinematic game trailers, but has recently expanded into animated series. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, The next one is The Spy Dancer by Studio La Cache, and writer is Julian Ching. I'm not sure. I'm probably not pronouncing that correctly, but of course, as the name suggests, that is from France. And uh, let's see here. I'm going through some of the things that she has done. Again, a lot personally of the things I'm not uh, as familiar with, but hey, she's gotten Academy Awards for them, nominations, and a lot of great things on her docket there. Uh, the next one is Bandits of Golok, which is 88 Pictures, and the director is Ishan Shukla. Um, and 88 Pictures is from India. So, uh, yeah. Another another one where again not as familiar with the things that they've done, but has a lot of kind of well uh, well earned rewards and whatnot on their on their work. Okay, second to last is the pit, and this is Dart Stagio. <laughs> I I know I'm not pronouncing that one right. <laughs> uh, and the writer, director, and executive producer is Leandre Thomas, and also co-director is Justin Ridge. Yeah, so this one is Dart whatever and Lucasfilm together yeah gotcha gotcha yeah and this uh that studio um is from japan and uh so kind of harkening back to volume one just interested to see if they're going to stick with that same type of style um but it says that some of his his credits are for star wars resistance storks cleveland show star wars clone wars avatar last airbender so he has had some exposure with uh, <clears throat> Star Wars animation, but also Avatar: Last Airbender, which I thought was a phenomenal show. Um, and if 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 you want to watch a new animated show that is just hilarious, but also tons of great story and awesome action, highly recommend it. Um, so he has a lot of well, all of them do. The studio and specifically Justin Ridge has some great stuff under their belt, and then like Leander Thomas. Um, they have, you know, 
stuff, uh, Light and Magic, Mandalorian, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, so again, this is people who are very um, uh, in the Star Wars world. And so the last one is Ao's Song, I believe it is, by the studio Triggerfish. And the writer-director is Nadia Darius and Daniel Clark. And uh, <clears throat> this studio is from South Africa. So that's going to be pretty cool. And uh, let's see here. Read some of the things that they've done here. Um, a lot of BBC stuff. Um, so again, maybe those of you in the UK, like JB, I don't know if you know anything from them. But uh, yeah. So overall, like I said, very cool. You know, we have we have different studios from in India to Chile to Ireland to Spain, South Korea to France, <laughs> Japan, all of the, all over the world, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I think which which one uh, intrigues you the most out of? Out of that list. In terms of the titles, of course, Sith just sticks out to me the most, which is the first one we talked about, right? Um, I, I have to admit, I'm pretty intrigued by that. Um, also, though, in terms of what I what I read in terms of the description and the studios and stuff, uh, the, the second to last one, which was the Art Shtaijayo or whatever. The, the Japan, Japan and uh, American collaboration. Yeah, there. which looks really cool because the people who was working on it has a lot of great stuff under their belt. So um, those are my two that I'm going to be keeping an eye out for, for sure. But uh, definitely obviously going to be watching all of them. And Yeah, I've, I'm <clears throat> I'm the same. Those are the two that, that really stand out to me. However, I will give a shout out to um, to the one, I Am Your Mother, who <laughs> I, I, I could see that one being hum- very humorous because, yeah. I mean, t- I Am Your Mother. Yeah. You know, I, but I, also well, it uh, being... Uh, uh, potentially in Wallace and Gromit style, <laughs> yeah. really intrigues yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We'll see. It may not. I mean, it may not though. May not. It may it not may end not. up looking but, like that. Uh, but if it does, if oh. it does, I'm gonna be very <laughs> excited. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Well, we can only wait and see till May 4th, which is just you know a few months away. And as that does come out, we are going to be on top of that and giving you some reviews for that. Oh yeah, we will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's all the news that we have. And we're going to jump into some rumors here for you. This first one here, I mean, it, it's it's amazing that here we are in February of 2023 and we're still finding reasons to talk about Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker <laughs> saga. Oh, yeah. And um, the, the, the most recent um, thing here is there was a big Skywalker saga update came out and the fans yeah. are confused mm. so um they recently had this update that went live on xbox and pc and um what's weird about this is that it came out it didn't highlight or address any major bugs um or anything <laughs> nice. of that nature um there's still some significant bugs apparently that people are are experiencing it didn't do any of that stuff however the file size was almost three gigs. Woo. So for those of you in the uh, the gaming community, you'll know that a three gig update, especially for a game such as uh, the Skywalker Saga, that's pretty hefty. Sure, for, for, yeah. For a game that doesn't really hold that many gigs right. on its own, um, especially for it to not show or have anything to show for it right yeah uh, exactly all. nothing considerable to add yeah so the new theory coming from this is that and also aligning with some rumors that have been going on is that this is setting the stage for a major dlc drop 
that is going to um, be the Mandalorian. And this isn't what we've been getting, where we've been getting uh, characters. Right. But this is going to be an actual new story content of the Mandalorian. Oh, so okay. most likely... Wait, did we, so I'm sorry. Do we differentiate that we move from news to rumors? Cause I, yes. Okay. yes. <laughs> For reason, yeah, I feel like yeah, we I did, did not. I just want to make sure that people know that this <laughs> yes. is currently a rumor. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is a big rumor. There's not a whole lot to even go off of on this rumor. This is more just speculation on why such a big update would happen. Yeah. Um, and this is just some of the fans coming up with ideas on why that may be. Um, so... I have said repeatedly when it comes to uh, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, they are making a mistake if they don't include new Star Wars content yeah. as um, DLC in this game. Exactly. Why they've not? They've created this world. They've they've created a game where you can travel from planet to planet. It just makes sense to, to add these, especially something as huge of a hit as the Mandalorian has been, hmm. it, make, it just makes sense to add it to the game. And I think it would be really, really smart of them to do so. Um, so I hope this is right. I hope that's what oh, this yeah, is, yeah. is preparing for. But again, it's it's completely just a rumor. But what do you think? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I think it's the logically it's the only logical next step unless they just want it to to die out and do its own thing right like it's it's yeah. got its heyday it blew up the internet when it right. came out and great and yeah. so it's going to do things but but clearly they're wanting to continue doing stuff by the adding characters and by adding all this stuff so i wouldn't be surprised if they want to add it and like i said if they want to keep it going it's the, it's the logical next step yeah and and so far uh you know they've they've been they showed us from the beginning all the character packs that were going to come out. Right, I believe as DLC. They never, they never promised there was going to be story DLC, anything of that nature. But I do think um, if if it's if they're going to do something like that, now's the time to to tell us. Especially oh, yeah, we got sure. Star Wars Day coming up um, in May. You know, it could easily be something that maybe is released by then, you know, something like that. Right. Um, and I just think, again, it's just, it's a it's a perfect opportunity to keep this game alive, keep people sure. coming back to it, uh, and not just let it just die. Um, and, yeah, and exactly. In a world that now uses all their games to be as um, live as a service type Yeah, it's game. like, it's like this is the foundation. We're going to be adding more right. things instead of creating new games, essentially. Exactly. Yeah. And and honestly, I would love for a Mandalorian uh, game to come out of what we already have here than for them to say, oh, well, we're releasing The Mandalorian, or Star Wars Lego, The Mandalorian, and it's a whole new game. Right, right, I'm like, right. Just let's not do that, okay? Yeah, there's no point. <laughs> let's not yeah, do let's that. not do that. Yeah, so like I said, we're only gonna have to see where that comes in. Um, it would it would be the logical next step. I hope that they do it, but we'll see what happens. Um, so our second rumor for this week is uh, kind of an interesting one. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of inevitable, and we have made jokes about this before. But Daisy Ridley, who played Ray in the sequel trilogy, episode seven, eight, and nine, says that she is now open. To return to Star Wars, which is a f very funny 180 degree turn from after uh, what is it? Uh, the basically the final movie. I'm blanking on the name for some reason. Um, yeah, Rise of Skywalker. When it came out, basically she said everything, but like I'm done with Star Wars. I don't want to be a part of it. John Boyega, uh, Daisy Ridley. Um, uh, what's the last guy's name? Uh, oh, um, wow. 
How did I forget his name? Seriously, he's been in other stuff too. So it's like, yeah. how do I not remember? It's just completely escaped <laughs> me. Oscar. Uh, is that? Yeah, yeah. Ah, what's his name? Why is it not? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> we like Star Wars, I promise. Uh, Oscar Isaac. Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaac. It's, yeah, it's like the the two name, My brain. two first names. <laughs> right, a, yeah. the two first names. Yeah, Oscar Isaac. Yes, um, he he. Uh, they all three said like, oh, you know, I'm not interested in coming back. We're ready yeah. to move on. Blah yeah. blah blah. This, and like Daisy really even made the statement like, oh, race story into yeah. you know it's, and I'm, it's you know. I'm pretty sure here we are a few years later and i'm pretty sure all three of them have already said like <laughs> oh yeah we'd be interested yeah. in going back yeah it's, it's always the same old thing they oh, always yeah. do they always do this it's how it works. anyways Dirty they rats. uh imdb had asked whether or not she would like to come back to the franchise and to which she replied while grinning from ear to ear i mean i'm open to a phone call i'm looking for employment uh-huh. Naturally. so um, it's all about the money around here folks <laughs> <laughs> uh listen it's it's going to happen. Right. Daisy Ridley will be back as Rey Skywalker. And here's the thing. As many people have said to their chagrin is that they, they did not necessarily like her character. They didn't like the story that occurred. But we can't deny the fact that A, a lot of the younger generations did like it and enjoy it. And B, uh, we can't deny the fact that, hey, they have tried so desperately hard... <laughs> To push this sequel trilogy and push this character and, 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 and you know, all of Batu, right, and Galaxy's Edge is is sequel trilogy. It's not anything yeah. else. So I guess what my point is is that, yeah, I feel like it is, as long as she is willing to do it, it felt like it was inevitable that she would come back around and be like, okay, you know, we're doing this. Yeah, she's, she, we've always, I mean, even in our conversations, we've, we've always said she's going to be back eventually. You right. Know, whether it's in a few years or it's, 30 years down the road and she pulls a sequel trilogy like Mark Hamill and, and yeah. then did. Yeah. Um, but either way, she's going to be back. And, mm. and I would say the way that things are, are moving at this point, I think it's more likely we see her sooner than later. Sure. Um, I think that they will end up telling stories that kind of, carry on past the rise of skywalker and and interestingly enough you know here we are uh in uh 2023 so mm-hmm. we're we're years past the rise of skywalker and we've yet to actually get a canon story that takes place after rise of skywalker yeah uh yes the lego and anim- those lego movies don't count <laughs> they don't the, the holiday specials apparently they don't count I was- <laughs> <laughs> um but it, and i find that intriguing that we've not gotten anything yet, yeah. and I think yeah. I think they're purposely holding off because they want to. They don't know exactly what they want to do, um, what or how they want to tell the story that takes place right after. And eventually, they're gonna have to yeah. make up their minds on it, right? And exactly. and there is rumors out there. We've talked about this before, but there are rumors out there that they are working on a new series of films that will take place after. Um, the Rise of Skywalker, and right. and there's a good chance that sequel trilogy characters will be a part of that. So obviously, if anyone's going to be a part of it, it's going to be Rey. I mean, yeah, she is the most prominent one. You and, know. you know, you imagine at that point. Now, I say you imagine, but, you know, we imagined a lot of things about what Luke Skywalker <laughs> would be too. But right. you imagine she'll have a Jedi temple that's going and probably 
flourishing and there's a more Jedi now again. And yeah. I, that's what, that's where I assume the future of star Wars goes from here. Um, because you know, that was essentially what Luke, Luke Skywalker did. Um, and they kind of messed with that and changed it mm-hmm. to where he tried and failed. Yeah. But, um, but in legends, you know, he had a, a very big, Jedi, oh, yeah. a successful, successful Jedi one. temple yeah. and tons of Jedi He's came the out Grand of it Master, and, yeah, and I mean, all that stuff, yeah. which is what we wanted. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think there's a good chance we'll see kind of that, but with it now being Ray instead. Yeah. Um, and so that's just what I think we'll eventually see. But yeah, I, I still think we're a ways away from ever getting, getting anything of that just yet. But sure. I think that's where we'll probably be headed when we finally get the future of of Star Wars. Yeah, I would not be surprised whatsoever. Of course, Star Wars uh, is now controlled by Disney, who is constantly just voraciously hungry to pump out any money, more, money, 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 money. Yeah, pump out as much content as they possibly can. And now that we're getting uh, not super close, but kind of close to the end of this big uh, event series uh, for all the Disney Plus shows, uh, what's the next step there, guys? And like, well, you know. Um, instead of making great stories, we're just going to pump out more literary uh, stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, but, you, know. you say we're super close, but we may not be super close. We at may all. not be. I mean, we, I, mean, we I know assume we, that we... we assume, right? I, I mean, we the way things are building, that it's going to be sooner than later. Yeah. I mean, how many more seasons of The Mandalorian are you going to do before you have this True. event series, right? But, um, but, but yeah, I mean, I think you're 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 absolutely right when it does. When that starts to wrap up, what is the anticipation for next? Yeah. And I do think that we're going to have to start to really build up anticipation for whatever these movies are going to be. Um, <laughs> you know, if they whatever can ever... Whatever that might be. If they can... <laughs> listen, if we have the next celebration in April, yeah. if no movie is revealed at celebration, yeah. <laughs> I don't even... Yeah. yeah. I just... I'll be blown away. Yeah. They exactly. have to tell us some kind of movie planet celebration. Don't you agree? Right. Uh, yeah, there has to be something. Like I said, pre- presumably, we are nearing the end of a lot of these Star Wars uh, Disney Plus shows, right? Uh, at least to the point of getting to this big event series and stuff. And even then, even if that's not the case, even if that's not the case, which I think there's a good reason to do it, but my point is, like, even if it's not, um, we, have had, we have not had a movie for going on uh, four years, right? Basically because uh, it was like what 2019 it was 2019 and at this rate the earliest opportunity of a movie right now is 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 winter 2025 right and that's just crazy you know like that's a that is literally a six-year gap which i mean again we star wars has definitely had much longer gaps than that or or similar gaps but the point is is that at those times though disney was not over this they were not pumping out shows every and, well and you have to remember month. in 2014 you know, the plan was you're getting a movie every year. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. When now it's like, well, is it going to happen? Is there going to be even a movie? Eh, who knows? You know, yeah. it's crazy how things change so quickly, right? Yeah. Well, um, the do- the great and mighty dollar sign uh, is what dictates it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. But again, it's there. I feel like we have to know maybe not maybe we're not going to like fully understand what it is yet mm-hmm. but we have to get some kind of idea or a title or something or a director or something about what this next this first movie will be in 2025 yeah we have you to have what? at if, least some sort even of even if you don't idea. tell us anything else about 
any of it, fine. I don't yeah. have to even know more than one movie right now. Yeah. But let me know that there still is a movie there's coming in 2025. Yeah, like, there's something in the works. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love the Disney the Disney Plus shows, but there is something special about start going to the theater yeah. and watching a Star Wars movie. So Yeah, 100%. 100%. I agree. Um, Moving on to our last, I keep doing it. <laughs> For he those of you who may not here. be aware of what uh, we're laughing at, Andrew has his iPad up, and it's like as if he has a, a laptop and he's doing the trackpad. Well, but it's a felt so, <laughs> so I have like the iPad, uh, the one that attaches to a keyboard, and I always use that when we do this. Anytime yeah. we're in here, I use yeah. that one. Yeah. But I didn't take it out of my other case, and so I keep. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so. This last rumor we have here for you is Star Wars skeleton crew departments begin to wrap. So, uh, and no, we're not talking about wrapping uh, like, like a music. Baby, and we're not, we're not talking Dirk. about wrapping uh, <laughs> uh, gifts. We're talking about wrapping up the show. Yeah. So they're they're almost done. Um, it said it says here in this report, as of a few hours ago, the stunt department working on skeleton crew seemingly concluded their work in the upcoming live action Star Wars series. And uh, they they said that's a wrap on Skeleton Crew. Once again, I was lucky enough to be surrounded by some of the most amazing stunt performers I have ever worked with. And they did share a picture um, of like a, a jacket that they got. Um, it's not fair. I wish I could get a jacket. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want that jacket. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but this is good news that, you know, if the stunt people are done, that tells me that we are you know, I would say pretty much almost done with all of the, the, uh, the filming in this. Um, of course they might have some reshoots, you know, those kind of things, but I would say most of the, most of the actual being on, on set filming is, is done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so the question remains, do we get skeleton crew this year. This year. Yeah. Well, that was the big thing. And when we had the, <clears throat> I think I think it was last episode, maybe the two episodes before, where we had kind of the big reveal of like, hey, this is what was coming out in 2023. And I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm failing to remember now uh, if, if Skeleton skeleton crew was on it because i feel like it was right it was on that that release notice that like it was supposed to come out in 2023 but we're like hey, is it though i don't know yeah it's 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 been it's all been kind of sketchy um you know nothing past as far as live action goes the only thing that we we know for a fact has a has a date and is is coming out this year is is the mandalorian right, right. um yeah now there, you know, Ahsoka is expected to come this year. Mm -hmm. I think, I personally, I think Ahsoka is guaranteed for this year. Yeah, I feel that. I feel pretty confident in that too. Um, yeah, but the toss-up is if Skeleton Crew also makes it this year. Right now, some people are holding out that that uh, um, the Acolyte is this year. I don't think that's happening. No. Yeah, well, I think like I said, that was something we was kind of like like discussing a little bit last time. It's like I would love to get it this year, but yeah, I, I I don't I don't think so because there's just so many things coming out, right? I mean, we got Bad Batch season two that's out currently. We got Young Jedi Adventures. We got um, Mel or Mando for sure. We got Visions for sure. Potentially Ahsoka, but you know, yeah, confidently and, Ahsoka, and so. I guess what I I struggle to find how even Skeleton Crew and Ahsoka fit in this year together. 
Because right. if they yeah. are, you assume one is going to release during the, the like the summer, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right? You'd imagine, yeah. And so who's going to... I don't know. I just... I feel like Ahsoka, they're going to want in that spot that Mando usually is in. Mando's later this year than it usually is, but typically right. in our, before Christmas, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, during all those that time, uh, Mandalorian for the first two seasons, I think, was, was going on or something around that. Right. And so... You know, I assume that they they're planning on Ahsoka kind of being in that prime time, uh, and skeleton crew, the skeleton crew isn't ready yet. Um, I don't see how it could be before Ahsoka. Right. And from what we've gathered, um, the events of Ahsoka are going to play into skeleton crew, right? So, right. So yeah. skeleton crew should should be following after ahsoka mm-hmm. um if the rumors are true on that right so there's because there's gonna be some crossover right so i don't know i it, to me skeleton crew seems more likely to happen beginning of next year yeah it makes sense you know we're gonna get kind of wrap up 2023 with ahsoka most maybe likely, maybe right? a march release kind of like we're doing right with, right with uh the mandalorian this year. yeah i could definitely see that for sure yeah um and again like we had a pretty good discussion about this like I don't even know how many episodes ago about this, pretty much this, this topic and about which one's coming out first and how the, how they play into one another and stuff. So if you want to go listen to that more, well, you have to go find it. <laughs> I can't remember which episode, but there is some good discussion about that. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely think that, you know, without a hundred percent certainty that we're going to get Ahsoka and like, like you said, it's going to kind of play into it. It's not going to be this real disconnected show. It's going to be playing basically somewhat off the events of Ahsoka, uh, just a little bit later, which, so like you said, it makes sense that we're going to have that show Ahsoka in 2023, probably finishing up the year. Yeah. And, and then maybe get like a, like a not too far off release. So March probably makes sense too. Yeah. I'm in concurrence with you. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think we find out the official date for Ahsoka potentially at celebration. I think that would make sense. Yeah. I think that would make a lot of sense. Um, for some reason I was thinking like it was going on right now. I don't know why I was thinking that. What celebration? Yeah, because like there's so many people on that celebration page that we're a part of that they're just getting talking. hyped. Yeah, I think they're, they're just, just getting, getting hyped. hyped. <laughs> they they know it's they know it's on the way. So they're starting uh, yeah, to that really must that must starting to really ratchet up the the conversation. But <laughs> yeah. no, um, it's beginning of April, I think, uh, or maybe a couple weeks in April. I don't know. Some sometime in April. Uh, I believe it's like the first week though, because it's also it's like the same week as the birth of my son. So that should be interesting. <laughs> Womp womp. <laughs> Good luck with that. Also, the same week as the uh, the the movie um, Mario comes out. Oh so, yeah, we're so gonna have to figure something out. We're gonna have to figure something out on that. Figure something out on that. Tara might if just any, have to hold if it. If anyone in. wants to uh, to watch my my, <laughs> yeah. new, my newborn child, so I can go see the Mario movie. <laughs> and yes, we will be suited up for. Yeah, uh, we're gonna have full tuxedos, full tuxedos <laughs> with mustaches and Mario white, hats white, and white gloves <laughs> and white gloves. Yeah, it, it's a white glove affair. It is. A, it truly is. <laughs> it truly is. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, that's that's all we got in rumors for you. But there's a, you know a lot a lot stirring in the pot there. I would I do want to to also mention because we have not talked about it. I don't believe on a podcast or on our live show, but it has happened since then. And that oh big guy, sorry. Oh. <laughs> You're yawning too, but um, <laughs> yeah. that is that um, 
Jedi survivor did get delayed. Um, mm. And so, unfortunately, yeah, by six weeks. it got pushed back six weeks. Yeah. Which, you know, isn't that much in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. I, I got Hogwarts Legacy to hold me over probably till then. So. <laughs> Living the Hogwarts life. I know. I'm a wizard. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're a wizard, Harry. You're in a uh, Ravenclaw. Right? Yeah. 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 You're yeah. regretting your decision. A little bit. I, mm. I was I was sorted there via the official test. Um, mm-hmm. but, I was too. But I was. I haven't not... played Hogwarts yet, but I did go ahead and take the test, yeah. so that I would be ready. Yeah. It, uh, this is completely off topic, but if you guys are interested in like like Harry Potter world, right? It's like there are a lot of really cool resources, which I wish Star Wars had more of this, right? Um, that you can like go to the WB, like official Harry Potter, like website. And you can take like the official test to see which house you're going to be in. Mm-hmm. You can take a test to figure out like what exactly your, your wand is like would actually be or whatever. And, and your, your Patronus and all this What's stuff. Your, and, what was your Patronus? Uh, a red squirrel. One's a black mamba. <laughs> Whoa, you're an evil snake. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyways, but I, it's really cool. And so whenever you start the game, right? So I got early access. Um, so I've been playing it for a couple of days now. And when you boot up the game, um, you can actually port over your your uh, official website stuff. And so automatically, it goes, go ahead, get, wow. It goes <laughs> ahead yes, yes, yes. and puts you in the house and 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 when you go to Ollivander's, you get the wand that you're, you know, what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. it's re- it is really cool um, that you can do that. And like I said, I wish I wish Star Wars would do more stuff like that. You yes, know what I'm saying? give us a, give, some stuff give like us that. a Jedi Temple experience. Yes, yes, like start exactly. Start out as a Padawan and exactly. You have to go to your to your Force technique classes yes. and lightsaber classes. I agree. That would be amazing. And I'm saying I'm maybe, saying with maybe the game, maybe these the this this developer yeah if they truly have really like and as i'm hearing they've done really well yeah on on that balance of like being a student within hogwarts yeah. but also like having yeah. an adventure and all that stuff yeah. and the rpg rpg elements everything. it's pretty good so far if yeah. they if they really have found a good balance for that maybe they should take on star wars next I, you know hey you do know? a high republic one yeah. you know what i'm saying where yeah. like i said you can do your learning uh-huh. at the height of the jedi temple and jedi mm. in general and then but i'm saying like not just a game though but have a website which is much easier to do, where you can take a test, like an official Star Wars test, to see what your lightsaber hilt will look like, your collar would mm-hmm. be, and you know what whatever your position would be within the Jedi Order. I, I'm just saying, like it would be really cool to have stuff like that. But anyway, getting off topic would be, here. Would be, but uh, but yeah. So, but to <laughs> to, to tie us back in. Uh, so yes, yeah, so a Jedi Survivor will be delayed for another six weeks post what uh, was supposed to come out. Um, yeah, and they did they did release a nine minute gameplay video just a couple days ago. Did you happen to see that? No, I don't think I have actually. Yeah, there's a nine minute gameplay video by IGN. So uh-huh. uh, for those of you who are interested in getting a little sneak peek, you can do that. Find that on YouTube. Um, and I will say uh, it's looking good. Um, there's you know they don't give away a whole lot in, in within the nine minute video. It you right. know there's a lot of familiarity within the video but we know they're doing they're doing a lot of new stuff too but they're, i think yeah. they're trying to keep their cards you know pretty close to their chest yeah. but which, yeah it makes sense which makes sense um but it does look good and um i'm really excited about i'm, I'm excited about cal's character growth because he kind of annoyed me sometimes in the first <laughs> game and i think yeah yeah i'm from what i'm seeing he really seems to you know have matured a lot in a good way yeah so um we'll see but it's looking good and um 
I'm, I'm so excited to play it when it comes out. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be pretty fun. So let's go ahead and, and go over releases. And we just have a couple um, coming up. On February 14th, we have The High Republic, The Battle of Jeddah, The Script. So that is the um, the audio uh, novel that, that came out that uh, we talked about on the podcast and how I was kind of upset about how they did it. Um, but now they are releasing the script. So if you are a audio hater, you can get the script and <laughs> yeah. read that if you want. Um, again, it's on February 14th and then on the fifth, oh, which is Valentine's day. So, you Ooh. know, make sure you, uh, kiss your significant other before you sit down and read your Star Wars book. Um, we, at the end of the day, we know it's more important now, so. <laughs> Yeah. And it's more important. Just make sure that you. Some of your priorities in check. You know? Yeah. 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 So. Um, and then February 15th, we have Bounty Hunters issue number 31 and Star Wars issue number 31 and also Man. the next uh, Bad Batch episode. Nice. It just keeps on so, going, baby. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of good stuff coming. So normally we would go into our community discussion, but we had so much to talk about today. I just thought, you know, it's our first episode back for a while. We're not going to so go ahead and do one. forgot. No, no I genuinely didn't forget. I thought we we're going to have so much to talk about. I'll I figure we're not going to go ahead and do it this time. But what we are going to do is get into our main topic, um, and that is to discuss the just kind of overview and review of, uh, of our favorite series. Of our favorite series, Bad, Bad Batch, Batch episode five, six, seven, and eight. <laughs> do, do we really have that many of them? To... <laughs> we have that many of no, them. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Nope, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> so, so. Like I said, as you know, I'll go ahead and say this as a as a standard thing here. Um, as as we have done for our main topics and our reviews, we uh, just go straight into spoilers. So if you do want to watch these episodes, um, you know, fresh and not have any spoilers, um, please go ahead and click off now and, and feel free to come back whenever you watch these episodes. Um, but we're gonna go ahead and just dive in. So I'll say right off the bat, so season two, episode five is called Entombed, and there are some interesting things here. It's a little more theatrical and, and cinematic than some of the other ones, but I would say, unfortunately, it's very similar in terms of it being filler, and there's really nothing greater to it, in my opinion. Yeah, so when I, when I watched this episode, actually, I watched this episode in the airplane um, on the way to... Florida. Yeah, yeah. And or was it on the way back. Way back. It was way back. It was on the way back. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah awkward. And when I when I watched it, um, you know, I, this one, as far as like the overall narrative, it's like whatever. It was it? It, it doesn't really have much meaning. Right. But I will say this one wasn't like too bad. No, I was just um, saying, and this is. Um, I'll just say real quick. I'll just say the last time we talked about Bad Batch. It was like, listen, if you're going to have a filler episode, just make it really entertaining. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, we want non-filler episodes. We want story-driven episodes. But if you are going to have a filler and you know you're going to have a filler, make it really entertaining. Like I said, season one, or excuse me, season two, episode one of Mando was a perfect example. There was nothing right. that drove that story, but it was one of the best episodes of the season because it was so entertaining. So, uh, coming back to this, right, season two, episode five of Bad Batch. Is it did kind of do that a little bit. There was definitely filler. There was nothing really to it that drove the story, but it, yeah. there were some entertaining parts too, though. Sure. Yeah, um, and the, there were a couple of of potential references to the old republic within this episode. Yeah. Um, nothing has been confirmed that I'm aware of, but 
um, there was a couple of things that looked very similar to yeah. uh, things that were in the Old Republic. And, um, you know, some people think maybe they're starting to hint more at some of yeah. some potential Republic stuff that might eventually yeah. come. I don't know, but I did just want to make note of that. Yeah. So. so just a very quick overview, right, of the episode. Basically, it's another treasure hunt episode. Like, How many of those can you do? But anyway... Um, <laughs> This is the third one so far. Um, this is a so it's another treasure hunt, and they go with, and also they never get it either. They never so get it, so they, it, it holds true, right? Yeah, to the yeah, other yeah. episodes. Um, <laughs> so they're trying to find the heart of the mountain, I believe it is what it's called, and they basically find this uh, crystal type thing, right? And uh, long story short, once you de- you know you take out the crystal, it a- activates some sort of like destructive mass destructo robot. And uh, it's actually the the design of the robot is very reminiscent of the Zepho civilization that we see in uh, Jedi Fallen Order, if you remember that at all. Um, those like Zepho like sentinels that you have to fight that shoots the beam out of their chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, very similar looking. So I don't know if there if there was any specific like purpose to tie those together, like because of the new games coming out soon. I don't know. Um, but yeah. So I mean, so basically they have to just return this crystal back to the heart of this massive giant death machine and so it turns down <laughs> and that's 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 basically the the long and short of episode five so it is entertaining there's some interesting stuff some potentially cool callbacks but eh, maybe maybe that's about it so season two episode six is called tribe and this one again is is pretty much filler but there's actually uh, some pretty pretty neat things in my opinion in this episode and we get uh, kind of the reveal or i guess re- bringing back of a fan favorite character from clone wars and uh, that is gungi uh the little the little uh wookie padawan that we see in several episodes of clone wars right um so basically you know bad batcher doing their thing you know they're trying to trade with these ne'er do wells <laughs> and uh and basically you know, they're like slave trading robots and, uh, they have captured Gungi and I don't know, they don't really get into it. If I'm remembering correctly, they don't really get into how they captured him and stuff as much. Right. No, they don't. Um, but I will say I was, I, I enjoyed this just cause Gungi was, in yeah, it. exactly. I, I, yeah. I was thrilled to see Gungi. I love, I love his character. I think he's, he's just, uh, you know, he's, he's a Wookiee. He's exactly. got a big heart, but he's also, you know, a brave Jedi. Exactly. And I just love that. Um, I also love that we go to Kashyyyk in this. Exactly. Yeah, um, I love Kashyyyk. It's, yeah. it's always cool to see Get to that. see some lightsaber fighting. You know, that's always a, a plus for us, yeah. right? <laughs> Seeing a lightsaber uh, at just period is always yeah. great. So. Yeah. So um, that was really fun. I did enjoy that episode. Yeah. Um, and, you know, again, like, did this episode do a whole lot? No. No, not really. But it did, it did show us uh, Kashyyyk. Mm-hmm. And showed us kind of what was going on there. There's like a you know a little cell of Wookies that are mm-hmm. kind of holding out. Unfortunately, right. probably not anything good coming for them because, as we know, like the Wookies continue to be enslaved. Yeah, up until the up point until, of like Solo, right, where they're like legitimately uh, enslavement. Well, right? yes, but even past that, um, it's not until it's not until the after after Return of the Jedi that yeah. they go back and fight and free all the Wookiees. Right, in right. So, like, they're yeah. literally enslaved for, like, that whole time. So Right. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, you're starting to see that 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 kind of grip hold that the empire is, is trying to put onto the to the area for sure. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, but yeah, it was it was cool to see she, cool to see Gungi, cool to see Sly super fighting. Uh, like I said, uh, didn't do a whole lot story wise, but it was fun nevertheless. Now yeah. we get into our mid season two episode special, episode seven and episode eight, and uh, uh, those are. Uh, consecutively called the clone conspiracy and truth and consequences and these two were actually pretty pretty good episodes um yeah yeah for sure similar in in, in style and fashion to episode three which we also thought was a really good episode um it's a little more serious tone and it did definitely further the story it definitely did uh uh, do a lot of really cool things with the lore as well. I mean, stuff we already kind of knew, but it was just cool to see it padded and give a little more life to it. But to make a very long story short, as we saw at the end of uh, Clone Wars, uh, or sorry, <laughs> I got distracted, um, Bad Batch Season 1, uh, the final episode was um, Kamino basically just being turned into glass <laughs> from orbit, yeah. you know. Um, uh, Admiral Rampart. Rampart, yeah. He, he ordered that to be destroyed and stuff and then started to cover it up. And and now we see in this next season, it's starting to take a toll on some of the clones. They were like, I literally just destroyed my home. I literally just did some horrible things. And it's like no longer good soldiers follow orders. Like I'm doing some like egregious things. And so right. you can kind of see some of these clones are like, like I got to do something about this or, or at the very least starting to question this, this authority a little bit. Yeah. And some of them, you know, are, are getting older too, right? True, I mean, yeah. as they, they have accelerated as, aging, they have accelerated, accelerated aging. And, and so some of these guys are already getting up there in years and they're tired and they're, you know, right. And here they are, they fought all this time and now they're destroying their home and it's just right. like, when, when does this end? Exactly. And so it's kind of a dual front issue here, right? And so they're, they're, they're dealing with this, this problem emotionally, mentally, morally of like, how do we continue covering this up? Because it's horrible. And secondarily on the other side of things, right. At the detriment of clones is that in the Senate, right. Uh, 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 they're going back and forth of like basically like hey, which we know eventually does happen, but they're going we're back and forth the saying defense hey, recruitment bills. What yeah, we're talking going about to doing. abandon the clones and start recruiting just random people who are going to be loyal to the cause right. of the empire. And so they're basically saying like let's push it through, let's push it through. But we have Senator Bail Organa and Senator um, like po- Pochi. Or something like that. Chuchi. 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 It is Chuchi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Great, great naming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like nubs, right? Nubs and Chuchi. Nubs, nubs and Chuchi. <laughs> and goo goo gaga. <laughs> nubs, but, Chuchi, and baby yogurt. <laughs> baby yogurt. <laughs> Evil clone baby yogurt. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> long story short, though, uh, so these two are basically keep like fighting and, 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 um, uh, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? A lot of politics in this yeah, episode. Yeah, a lot of politics. Which, which is, um, it was it wasn't a bad thing. I actually I I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was very interesting to see, um, what was going on in the Senate at that time. <sighs> Sorry, I keep yawning. Uh, it's, it was very interesting to see what was going on with that. Yeah. And it, it's did you get this vibes like, the the Chuchi woman was like, kind of too too close to what um the kid is what, what's the kid's name 
Wait, what are you talking about? What's the kid's name? Omega. Omega. Like she, she sounded so much like her. I wonder if it's oh, the same. I wonder if it's I, the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're saying now. What if it's the same? Yeah, she had a accent. she had a New Zealand like Kiwi accent for sure. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, it makes you wonder if she it was the same voice actress. I'm just, yeah, I was curious about that. Yeah, it was like it was point. too similar. It kept like throwing me. Yeah, off. Yeah, it kept me. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah, exactly. But anyway. Um, yeah, because usually that that like that accent is like typically just reserved for clones. <laughs> so like, why does she yeah. have that same so, accent? Yeah, it was you know? just kind of weird. But yeah. So anyway, but so basically, Chuchi and or Bale or Ghana basically filibustering. Right, that's the word I was trying to think of earlier. And they just keep tabling this thing. But, uh, and so Chuchi's like, hey, you know, we want to at least, hey, if we're going to get rid of the clones, we want to at least help them out, right? Like, we want to try to see if there's anything that we can help them with and give them a pension or, or, or do something like that. So she goes to these clones at this clone, you know, bar, essentially, and is like talking to them like, hey, you know, it's inevitable that you guys are going to be tabled. You know, it's inevitable mm-hmm. that you're going to be decommissioned. And in fact, already at this point, if you go through so many so- cycles, you have to be decommissioned anyway. It's like, so help me help you to, to think about the future. So she's talking about the, talking to them about their needs and getting a pension and stuff like that. But meanwhile, um, uh, I'll search with an S and trying to this, this clone's name, but, uh, one of the clones that was on the ship with Rampart that fired on Camino basically came up to her and said like, slip, slip. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Basically, he comes up to her and was like, <clears throat> you know, listen, it does not matter what you put in Congress or in the Senate, excuse me, because Rampart's evil. And she's like, wait, what do you mean? So you go through the whole thing and, and basically he says, you know, I was on the ship. It was not a storm that, that, that destroyed Camino. It was Rampart and his Star Destroyers. And yeah. they glass the planet basically, and she's like, "Well, that's a pretty egregious claim, you know. That's like killing all these people, like entire towns and cities of people." Right. And uh, so she goes on this whole trip of trying to prove it, and she's trying to 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 do all this. And um, and we might be kind of crossing over between these two episodes uh, because they're basically one story, right? Um, yeah, they're basically the same thing. Yeah, it's like a two-parter. But so essentially, so she's going back and forth. And so Rampart is like, we can't have this. You know, we can't, uh, um, you know, have them questioning us and this come back to, to fruition. So he sends an assassin to kill uh, Slip, to kill, you know, Chuchi, just to destroy them all. And uh, so he, he, he does kill Slip, unfortunately, but not before he calls in a friend. And uh, so he kills Slip. And he kills all of Chuchi's guards, and then right when he's about to take out Chuchi, he gets the, the assassin gets stunned and look over, and it is Captain Rex, Captain big Rex. boy, Captain Rex. And uh, so it was very cool to see Captain Rex again. Of course, oh, yeah. it's it's That's always funny. a joy to see his bald head. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and um, so basically, he's like, you know, I'm gonna help you now. Uh, to, to figure this out. So they call in the Bad Batch because they realize the only way to prove that Rampart did this was by going to the ship manifest that shot down um, Camino. And yeah, as soon Camino. as they were going to call the Bad Batch, I was like, no. Nor. <laughs> nor. <laughs> nor. Nor. I was fine with them not the being in these. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, you know, kind of just to, to not beat a dead horse, right? Because you already watched the episode, I'm sure. Is that... They go on the ship. They retrieve the data, and 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 so during this mission, you know, it's, it's cutting it close. Chuchi has to go to the Senate to produce, you know, produce this evidence, and the evidence is not there, obviously. And uh, and she's like, you know, making all these claims uh, against him, 
you know, Admiral Rampart, and everyone's like, you know, take her, you know, take her out of here. She's crazy. All this stuff. That the very last second, you know, Omega hands Bail Organa uh, that that manifest uh, yeah. data, and um, basically they they come forward and uh, like you know, here's the evidence. They show the the images of the of the Star Destroyers firing on Camino. And so now, in a uh, kind of a, a panic, not maybe not really a panic, as as we'll see in just a second. All of a sudden, everyone's going crazy, and out of the middle of the floor rises Emperor yes, Palpatine. That, that, <laughs> that gave was, me chills. That was cool. It was cool because up that. to this point, they, like an alarm is like sounding. Like, and like, yeah, and it's like everyone, you know, back up. Every but basically, it was the, the the previous episode had made the point to like that Palpatine was not in the day to day business. Like, well, or should yeah. I say? Uh, uh, you know, Darth Sidious, you know, because Palpatine at this point is no longer Palpatine. Anyway, you see what I'm saying? And uh, he's very untouchable. He's very outside of the world because now he's the emperor. Like, he he doesn't have to be a part of this. He doesn't have to put on the show. He's the emperor. Yeah. And, but now to save face of what little democracy may be left in the empire, so to speak, um, all of a sudden, you know, he rises up. Mm-hmm. Um with Chancellor or whatever his name yeah, is, voiced by Ian McDermott. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's the thing with Ian. He's uh, he says like I'm. It doesn't matter how many times that they animate him, I'll always come back to voice him, which was <laughs> very cool. Yeah. Um. So anyway, he rises up and he's like, you know, this was a senseless violence, and and he was a you know a brigand, and he he did this by himself, and so we're gonna take him away. And before he could say anything, Rampart, Rampart was trying to say like, you know, I'm doing his orders, but they like shove his face down and mm-hmm. cover it up. But then. Like in perfect orchestration, right? He flips the script. He flips the script and 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 pushes what they wanted all along. Of like, clearly, you know, Rampart did do this egregious act, but clearly the clones were able to do such a horrible thing on like how orders. How could they do such how, a horrible they did thing? Order 66, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but how could they do such a horrible thing? Clearly, that means that you know, we can't trust their loyalties or whatever right and so we have to push the original bill that he wanted in the yeah, first place yeah. <laughs> so perfect yeah you know because you're just like a, such a palpatine movie. such a palpatine movie. He, he's literally three steps ahead of everybody mm-hmm. right and so obviously it's a big deal though yeah. and so all the clones are now officially being t- well, and, decommissioned and yeah and then you see the official announcement of the imperial stormtrooper yeah he, that's yeah when, that's when he we, we should be made safe in the, in this uh you know galaxy from the new imperial storm so it's a pretty cool know? moment to to get and you know i mean yeah i mean it's a pretty big moment it's in star that wars all, that, it's like it's not some new revelation but it's right. cool to see those little bits of history that we know happened we already know they happened that way right we knew, we knew but it's we're you know officially witnessing the exact yeah. events and so yeah, yeah. it was cool so I, now, I like that a biggest change to the actual story though was after all of this mm. that the clones are officially decommissioned and up to this point captain rex had been doing his best to just help clones like yeah. you go over across the galaxy and do what he can to help remove their chips inhibitor chips and do different things like that but now they're being de- decommissioned on mass scale and uh, there's a lot of bad things potentially coming for cl- clone kind and so the biggest part of the story is that now echo has uh left the bad batch um and is now going to join with captain rex to um to work with him to help the clones in whatever way they can yeah so can we get that show instead (laughs) (laughs) yeah can we get that i I like i like echo Um, yeah he's he's actually one of of my, my my favorite ones and so now that he's with rex i'm like so can we watch that yeah, show? Can we, can we, can we, can we change we this now over to, here to this? watch Rex yeah. and Echo? And and so, the, the you know, I thought it was interesting we got Rex here, but just Rex. He didn't have anybody with him. 
Um, yeah. And now Echo's going with them. But, like, I was kind of hoping that maybe Commander Cody had ended up with, with Rex. That would have been a really cool reveal. Um, yeah. Because, you know, well, we but, know he but left. we don't know. Well, well, we say left, right? We don't know for a fact, but it almost insinuated that he got killed. No. <laughs> Listen, no, I'm you're not, right. They I'm not sure that it, I want that, but I'm kind of left it up for interpretation. But yeah, I, I like to believe he he left before he got killed. Yeah. Um, he was gonna, yeah. he was gonna get killed. Oh, for sure. I like to yeah. think he left yeah. before that happened. Hopefully. Um, but I mean, yeah. So, anyway, I mean, a show about Echo. Here we go. Let's get a show about Echo, um, Rex. And Commander Cody. Oh. And with occasional, Oh, yeah. With occasional help from Ahsoka. With occasional help from Ahsoka. Now that's a show. Now that's right there. a show I'll be willing to watch right there. We'll call yeah. that The Good Batch. <laughs> the Good Batch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's a great uh, That's a great thing that we can kind of uh, splinter yeah. off and go in that direction. I think that would be yeah. great. I think, uh, I, I don't know why this came to my mind. Well, I, I remember distinctly remembering this part, last part of the episode when Echo's like, communicating with them like hey i'm quitting the bad batch mm -hmm. and omega i just i thought of you <laughs> what is she saying <laughs> it's like the clones need me <laughs> it's like if the one was around i may, may have just like pushed her off a bridge or something <laughs> so all of our well, we no, don't have these. She's New not a good character. <laughs> all, of, all of our potential New Zealand listeners, we're so sorry. We're not trying to make fun of you, but man, <laughs> that is—it's yeah. uh, just—it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So, um, one last thing I wanted to to make note of in those episodes is there was also so the 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 clone that shot the other clone, Slip, the one that shot Slip. Yeah, he, oh, mean, that was he, an interesting little that thing. That was a too. little interesting thing yeah. there because it, to me it seemed like this was a newer clone, new clone that yeah. was different than the rest, right? Well, but so it's almost like maybe they still have like a and I don't know if this could potentially be the start of of um the the uh Death Troopers. Or dark some, troopers, or, or dark yeah, troopers? death or, troopers, death troopers, yeah, yeah. Well, because there's both. Yeah, yeah. Now, death troopers, death is troopers like the actual the, like people in the yeah, suits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So I don't know if it's maybe like because we haven't we haven't gotten those yet, right? Uh, in, in, uh hmm, have we? Or did we see, already see them? Hmm, that's a good question. I'm trying to remember. I can't remember. I don't say remember no. if they've already. I don't think so because I think they they would at least have to have stormtroopers first because yeah. they were always in a stormtrooper. Yeah, I don't know. Let me, uh, I'm trying to see if I can find anything. But. Anyway, um, so I kind of wondered maybe if it was something like that. But oh, we do see them. We do see them in Rebels, but that obviously comes later. So anyway, well, because we also talked about where we thought maybe they were gonna. Um, have Echo and something like that, or or not Echo? Uh, 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 yeah, the sniper, the sniper, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't we? Didn't Crosshair? He, maybe yeah. he was going to be a part of something like that in the first season, yeah. or he fought something that was maybe kind of like that, yeah, like a prototype. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. I knew. I, I know there's something about that. It's been too long ago. Well, so but, what's interesting is, is is in the prior episodes of this show, like there's mentions that. Ramparts had special funding sent to Camino, and she's like, originally, Chuchi was trying to figure out like what that was, mm -hmm. like what well, what was that funding going to, 
But it makes sense that maybe there's special clones that he built to combat the Bad Batch or yeah, something like that. He seen, it, that clone seemed even more just like evil, I guess. Well, right? so I an mean, interesting line was that like basically, how could you kill your own yeah, brothers? He He's say? like, because I'm a believer. Yeah. Some, yeah believer, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, so. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to yeah, see interesting where that pans I, out, I assume so. that we're going to see more of, of whatever that was. So. Yeah. So, overall, that is kind of our review of four episodes in a row here. So, we apologize that it's uh, had to pile up uh, uh, like this. But um, uh, to our own benefit, <laughs> we went to Disney and, yeah. and, you know, all that good stuff. So and we took a chill week. And then we did because it was... I. Dude, I mean, I still don't know if I fully recovered, but I swear <laughs> that first week I came back, I was exhausted. Like I, I was every day I was so tired. But anyway, but we'll go ahead. We've been talking for way too long, I'm sure. So we're gonna go ahead and conclude. Nobody's even listening at this point. Yeah, at this point they've already skipped everybody off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. has already turned <laughs> Guys, it off. There were so many fun things throughout Are the they... middle of this episode that you could go back to <laughs> if you skipped or, to the end. Or they have skipped to this point and they didn't listen to yeah. anything we just said. So now that you skipped it, let's actually just go ahead and go over again what we say. <laughs> For my own sake, we're not doing that. Um <laughs> We're going to go ahead and include this episode. This is episode 92, so we're getting close. Yo. We're getting close. Um, yeah, so we appreciate you guys. Honestly, that's just this, the long short of it. We appreciate you guys. Thank yes. you so much for listening. Um, you know, Thank you for showing up. For those of you who did to our live stream, it was a blast. And uh, yeah, it was, it was fun, fun to celebrate our third year. Um, again, three years, it's crazy to think that. Uh, that we've been going this long, uh, but it's because of you guys. So we appreciate you listening. Thank you for your continued support uh, towards our podcast. You know, of course, we always want to hear from you. We look forward to hearing from you, whether it be in the comments, in our messages, uh, whatever it may be. We would love to hear from you and uh, say hi to us. We we want to we want to feel like we're loved to some degree, and so <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's we, the only thing that keeps us going. You know? Want to feel wanted. <laughs> well, I want to be wanted, but. <laughs> If you would be so kind and uh, you do want us to keep going on here, we would be really appreciative if you would like and follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, maybe uh, on YouTube and Instagram. <laughs> we try our best to uh, keep up with that, specifically Facebook, because that does seem to be where the most of you guys are coming from. Uh, we try to have like some weekly uh, different news, uh, articles we find, memes, anything like that we try to find. And ultimately, we do try to have our community discussions on there. So if you have been hearing this for a while, our community discussions, you're like, where can I find that? Uh, it is on Facebook. And we try to post it the day before our podcast, which is usually on Wednesday. So if, uh, if that is something that interests you, please go on over and check that out. And then last but not least, please follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you would be so kind, please leave us a review because that actually does help us um, and uh, puts us on the map for other people and helps us with any sort of, uh, you know, Disney stuff like getting books and stuff like that, too. But last but not least, we just thank you so much for listening. And please join us next week for episode 93. Huh? (laughs) You ruined my monologue. (laughs) Last but not least, may the force be with you. And we thank you for joining the Jedi Tournament.